so amazing. Like it feels so amazing. And that alone will keep me creating for life. Hello, we're here at Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode eight of Untamed Shrews, Women Talk Theater. I'm Dawn. I'm Becky. And I'm Hannah, and welcome to today's episode. I cannot believe it. I am blown away that it is month eight of this <laughs> podcast, and we are just so happy to be here and so honored that you guys out there are still listening to us. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun getting to chat and getting to talk with other pupils and getting to talk more with you two. Yeah. Yay. So today, we are joined by our friend and colleague, Raquel McKenzie. Welcome, Raquel. <laughs> Raquel, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and your position at Flag Shakes? Of course. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Raquel. Um, I am a Jamaican native, a Chicago-raised actor, and a Phoenix transplant, as <laughs> there are many transplants here. I've been doing theater forever. I think that's the normal story. <laughs> and um, that's what brought me across the country is theater. And I started doing Shakespeare down in the valley. And I, I guess got lucky and found my way to Flagstaff. And now I'm the equality and casting assistant there as well as an actor. And I love every minute of it. Yay. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I want to know, did you find us or did we find you? I totally forget. We did Malfi. Oh. But how I did they find you? Actually, Dawn found yeah. me. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were auditioning for Duchess of Malfi, and I think it was Much Ado About Nothing was yeah. auditioning from Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is when we used to run one show out of Phoenix and one show out of Flagstaff. And uh, I told Jesse, like, after auditions, I was like, please send me any of the actors that you thought were phenomenal but that you don't have a place for. And he sent me Raquel and Keandra um, and maybe a couple other people, but I hired Raquel and Keandra. <laughs> um, so I actually saw Raquel's audition, uh, like a video audition first on her website. Same thing with Keandra. That's how I saw hers. And I was like, she is Ferdinand. She's going to be the perfect <laughs> Ferdinand. She has to play Ferdinand. Um, and so then I reached out and I was like, how do we get you up here? Uh, and so that's how the whole thing started. Yay. Nice. Yeah. And that was 2019. I think yeah. that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Raquel, you've also done other shows with us, right? Yes. So I just did Midsummer and Hamlet this past summer wow. season. And that was great to just get back into the swing of things after, you know, the whole shutdown of theater and the world. Yeah. So it was really good to be back on a stage with a live audience. Yay. Yeah, we we love having you. And I've had people come up to me like, who is that gorgeous woman? Oh, my gosh. Oh like that girl who played Hermia. Whoa. Yo, yes. <laughs> find, find Raquel on Instagram. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you are kind of Instagram famous. And then you'll just drool over her entire Instagram Raquel's page. beauty. I love you guys so much. <laughs> so beautiful. So that's a pretty good uh, little segue into what we're basically talking about today 
the overarching umbrella, we're going to be talking about being a multi-hyphenate artist today. So um, that's kind of a, a phrase that I've I've grown to love. Becky is actually the one who introduced it to me, but I know, yeah, um, I know it to be just kind of a colloquial term for artists who, well, in the theater world at least, you're not just an actor. So you're other things. Maybe you're also a stage manager or you're also a props designer or uh, a costume designer or an administrator. Um, but it can really stretch, I think, into like any artistic endeavor. Um, so I was curious, Raquel, what are the different hyphens that you identify as, as an artist? Oh, Nelly. Okay. <laughs> so many. How do I count? <laughs> it, it's so weird because I always I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm just going to be an actor. And then I was like, well, I'm good at other things. Huh? I probably should do that, too. Um, so I act. I direct. I dance. I sing. Um, most people don't know that I'm also a poet and uh, self-published as well. Woo. I model. I design and style for photo shoots um and i think that's it i think that's it and now you're an administrator yeah. oh my goodness i'm an administrator i also was a teaching artist and i'm going to start teaching again but poetry instead of theater this time mm, so yeah a lot of beautiful artistic things that's and awesome you can catch one of raquel's beautiful poems at the end of our oh, um yeah. i too sing america video which is free on youtube so yeah. if you want to hear her beautiful poetry hit that up yeah and yes. uh raquel did direct that Yes, she directed yep. it. She cast it. She yes. did so many things. She performed in it. She wrote for it. <laughs> awesome. Um, could we maybe, I want to hear uh, Becky and Dawn, what are your hyphens that you sort of identify as? Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like Raquel, it started off with, I'm going to be an actor. That's the thing I'm going to do. Um, And then I found I really just loved teaching. Um, Raquel, I loved teaching poetry when I taught poetry. So I'm super excited for you. It's so (laughs) fun. Um, And then, uh, you know, just in building flag shakes, I accidentally became an administrator, (laughs) which I was really uh, bad at and stressed out by for the first two or three years and now I feel like I own it I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. you know in that position and like I actually really like it this is something I've talked about with a good friend of mine um, who's an aerialist and has an aerial nonprofit company that she and I both kind of feel like we found out later that we were really good at facilitating art Mm -hmm. and producing art and that that is really important and just as worthy to do but I think for a while as an artist and especially as someone who like grows up telling themselves like I'm going to be an actor I'm going to be on the stage like it can be a hard moment to transition to oh I'm like I'm actually going to be filling out like transaction spreadsheets and (laughs) emailing people about signing checks yes and signing checks emailing and emailing and emailing I'm a professional emailer (laughs) Um, so but I think once you kind of figure out like that that is its own art and that takes a really specific skill set then you can be really proud of it so I also do that and then Obviously, I'm also a trapeze artist, (laughs) so um, or I consider myself more of a trapeze instructor. Mm. Um, I I anticipate my my students will grow up to be trapeze (laughs) artists, but they're starting a good 23 years before I did. So so, yeah, trapeze also, uh, and then I think that's really probably the full scope of it. Cool, Bex. Um, Well, actor, stage manager, production manager. 
I guess like pseudo administrator too. There are some crossover duties. Um, tangentially trapeze artist. Mm-hmm. I've just started taking <laughs> classes this summer, which I'm continuing with. Um, yeah, but again, like uh, both you, uh, Raquel and Dawn, growing up it was acting or bust. And then mm-hmm. in college it was like, oh, there's other things I could do that I didn't necessarily realize were full like full jobs that were full career paths rather. And after I graduated was when I really started getting into stage management. And when I did that, I felt like I had to hide that I was also an actor. Mm-hmm. And I felt like oh, I couldn't be a uh-huh. stage manager and something else. Uh-huh. And then I realized nobody gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> how many directors do we know who are also choreographers or yeah. lighting designers who are sound designers or yeah. these people who are also this thing? And it's like nobody cares. And I was just like putting that onto myself. And now it's very freeing to not feel like I have to hide. <laughs> And Which I don't also have that to. You have the freedom to do other things. Yeah. Like, and also, like, how many people do you actually know who are only doing one, like, thing, thing yeah. in theater? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know anybody. So. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. I, I, I know, Hannah, we're going to talk about your multi-hyphens, but now I'm just really curious, like, if we could table the question of, like, have you felt like you had to hide anything? Ooh, yes. Because I definitely have had exactly the same feeling. So I'd love to circle back to Raquel once you do your multi-hyphens <laughs> and be like, Raquel, have you felt like any of yeah. this was, like, mutually exclusive? That's such a fascinating thing, and I wonder why we feel that yeah. way. But anyway, Hannah. <laughs> okay. So that is so funny I also want to table back to this we all thought it was acting or bust so same story acting or bust um and it was funny because like I always ignored my father all through college especially he was like Hannah Hannah baby girl you're gonna run a theater company I was like no dad I'm only gonna be an actor so now he's like ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah jokes on you um so yes obviously acting um I'm our marketing director um but I feel like yeah I'm so many other tiny things I'm a choreographer I'm a dancer I'm a singer I'm also an aerialist I also find so much joy producing this podcast so I guess I'm now a podcaster um what else uh, oh costume design I do a ton of costume design did you say marketing yes oh okay. yes marketing um <laughs> but like, I mean yeah thing. that that to me is like big arts thing. administration in general so oh, sure, sure. like that whole sort of like uh, yeah I'm just like helping keep our nonprofit theater alive so that kind of all it's all at once um I think that's everything yeah yeah, yeah. um so shall we table or go back to the table. <laughs> go back question. to the table. <laughs> yeah, so Raquel, I'm really curious. Have you always felt like it was, um, you know, acceptable or like it was fine to just say like, here are all the things I want to do in theater or were there any parts of that like multi-hyphened career path where you were like, ooh, I better not tell anyone that I'm a model while I'm, you know, like uh, working in a fashion booth or <laughs> like, is there anything <laughs> like that? Um. Th- Kind of, but not exactly. So growing up, I was always a kid that did everything. So I was like student council, debate team, chess club, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like dance team, everything. And my mom used to say, because, you know, I I love to do everything. And I get that from her because she was a dancer as well. And she used to say, don't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, I was like, oh, snap. Like, I want to be great at something. I just don't want to be like mediocre at everything. Huh. And so I tabled a lot of things. I was like, I'm going to, I even used to play basketball and run track, like, Whoa. and, and well. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it as a track star. Mm, my heart's not in it. I'm not going to do basketball. <laughs> I'm going to focus on theater and like dance kind of was like a, a part of that. 
And then once I got out of college, everything else kind of found me. Like I had no intentions of ever being a director until someone was like, oh, you totally, you're a leader. So, and you know, theater front and back and you teach other actors. That's kind of like directing already. And I was like, oh, could I actually do that? <laughs> and then I did it for like six or seven years. <laughs> um, and so it was just kind of, it made me proud, but I always wanted to go slow. So I didn't drop the ball. So I think that's my greatest fear is dropping the ball at something. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I started modeling, it's funny because a lot of my model people, friends don't know that I act and <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> so when they find out, they're like, are you in a commercial right now? Like, yes. I'm not, that random like, commercial what? YouTube showed me. I was like, what the heck? That's my friend Raquel. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your bank commercial just like watching something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Raquel. Wow. <laughs> and I know a famous like, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that. It makes me feel really cool. And it, it's also really humbling. So I'm like, you know, you never know when you're going to get another commercial or get another show or book another photo shoot but it's it's always a blessing so it's just like really humbling every time I get to do something like that mm -hmm. um the only time that I I keep things separate is like recently I've gotten I've had to get like a quote-unquote normal person job <laughs> um and that was hard for me because I was so proud of being a full-time artist for like almost 10 years that I was like oh god is something wrong with me now that I like can't be just a full-time artist yeah and then I thought like no, because my parents are immigrants and they came to this country to work hard for me to like live a better life. And I shouldn't turn up my nose at anything because then all their hard work is in vain. So I should do everything I possibly can to have that life and like provide for other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I got over it. Yeah. <laughs> so something you said that like really jostled something in my brain is like the thought of imposter syndrome. And oh. I'm sure we've all felt it. But like the first time I like definitely felt it was when I like stepped into directing for the first time. And mm -hmm. I definitely what reminded me, Raquel, is what you said about like, can I do that? And mm -hmm. it's like, well, yeah, I can. Like, I am a good leader. I know how a show runs. I, you know, I, I have a good eye for for stage pictures and I have a good eye for staging. And I'm also a choreographer. Like, yeah, I could do that. Like, I know how to direct people, I think. So let me give it a go. Um, and I think honestly, like, that's how I view multi-hyphenates is like we just tried something and then discovered that we were actually pretty dang good at it and then that just kind of kept we kept adding to our resume of like oh actually yeah like I am a really good blah 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 and then I just kept doing it and that led me to the next thing and to the next thing and to the next thing but have you guys experienced imposter syndrome and what can we do to not feel <laughs> <Every> that way <laughs> yes. oh so hardcore yeah yeah, yeah. I, I might thought process is similar um, to you, Hannah, just in that I just remind myself like, okay, I have done this or I've done something similar to this, maybe on a smaller scale mm -hmm. or just, yeah, in a different way. And now I can expand the way that I'm doing it or something like that. And I just try and like talk myself kind of into it. Like, no, 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 like I can do this. I have done this or where it's something like, or I'll learn. Uh, right. Wait, so yeah. one of my biggest things was when I came onto the production manager role here, and leading production meetings. And there were moments where I was like, I don't have anything to say. Like, why are we holding this meeting? And then I was like, wait a minute. 
it's not just for me. <laughs> like, there are other people on this production team, and they have questions that they need answered. So I'm like, who? You're okay. like, I'm good. Why are we yeah, having this like, I have no questions. <laughs> I'm set. Yeah. I think I already touched on it a little, but it was just at the beginning of this company for me. I really felt like an imposter. Like, who am I to start a theater company? Who am I to call myself the executive director of a theater company? Mm. Um, and I actually, I really didn't know so much. Like, I had to learn on the fly a lot of things. And then at that point, the company was so new that that job was also production manager, marketing director, casting. <laughs> like, it was all of your, like, right. all three of your jobs also yeah. at the same time. And some of them I adjusted really well to and learned. And then some of them I had to call out and find other people who could do them. Right. And I think that, I don't know, I think there's a lot to be said for giving ourselves grace, like, you know, does it you know like does it have to be that we that we are I don't know how to say I don't know how to phrase this correctly but you know you have that imposter feeling it might be accurate about some aspects of what Mm -hmm. you're doing and so your willingness to just say like that's not for me and I'm not good at it and I'm gonna stop trying I think I've been I've worked at a lot of theater companies where if some of the people in charge had just said to themselves, like, this isn't my thing. I'm not really good at this and no one likes it when I'm doing it, <laughs> and stepped into what they were good at, mm. yeah. they would have been happier, the company would have been healthier, everything would have gone so much better. But you don't know till you try. <laughs> so you should give yourself grace to like try and see, like, can you do it or can you not do it? Um, and then just give up what you can't do. <laughs> but yeah, and I I also find like, you know, Raquel was talking about, you know, someone looked at her and said like, you can direct, you did all these other things. Like, we all need that person in our life who's looking at us from the outside and going like, you know, well, like Hannah, yeah, I gave Hannah her first directing gig. I was yeah. like, you can do this. Don't worry and, about it. And you're, you were literally the one who was like, you're going to be our marketing director. And I was like, <laughs> I am? <laughs> I was like, you've got this. <laughs> so I think that's, you know, that's a really important thing. It's just like, if someone else sees it in you, like trust it. They're, they're probably right. Yeah. Totally. Um, Raquel, I'm curious, like, with all these different things you do, how do you stay motivated and fulfilled and energized when you wear so many different hats? And how do you switch between, you know, all these different things? And if there are people out there who are like, I just I wear, you know, within the theater world, I do so many things. How do I stay focused? How do I stay fulfilled when I'm not necessarily always acting or always directing or always doing a certain thing? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I like that might be nerdy, but I like lists. Like I always (laughs) have a checklist for everything. Um, It keeps me focused. I also have an agenda that I keep with me. Anyone who's ever told me anything, I'm like, if I don't write it in my agenda, it's not not a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) I identify. (laughs) Because like if I don't see it because my... I'm not as young as I used to be. So my (laughs) brain is just no longer doing the gymnastics it takes to remember everything. So I write things down to make sure I stay on top of things. And as an artistic person, like I love being on stage, right? So if I can't act, I'm like, all right, time to start doing some poetry. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't do that. What else can I do to feed that like creative hunger that I have. And then I started, you know, creating, cause I love doing DIYs. So then I started, you know, creating like my custom jackets and things like that. So 
I always think staying on top of your work to keep things organized, um, to keep your meetings organized. <laughs> there are some times where like I'll have a class and then I'll have a meeting and then I go to work and then I come back and I check emails at like midnight yeah. for this. <laughs> oh, I hate <laughs> that I do that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to make sure work gets done. So I'm like, hey, if I got to check emails at midnight, I just have to do it, you know, <laughs> or I have to wake up at 6 a.m. And I'd rather check them at midnight than 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So uh, definitely keeping organized and realizing what feeds your your artistic side and always finding ways to feed that. And then taking a break. I run myself into the ground. Mm. I always end up getting so sick because I'm, I'm going too fast because I never want to disappoint people. But then I disappoint people because I can't like work anymore because like I've run <laughs> so myself into out. the ground. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so take a day, if nothing else, take one day to just do nothing or like, get your nails done or have wine or whatever it is that calms you. Yeah. Um, take care of yourself and your body and your, and your mental. It is so, so, so important. Yeah. And not to jump back, but um, Raquel, you'd mentioned uh, that you uh, repurpose jackets. And I just want to say to our listeners that I purchased <laughs> one a couple weeks ago and <laughs> it's so cool. I get so many compliments every time yes. I wear it. <laughs> Like, thank you so much for supporting me. It always means My so much. My pleasure. Thank you for your art, <laughs> for creating it. Yeah. And what I, I what I loved that you said was like, oh, I can't act right now. Let me work on my poetry. Like, yeah. like I was like, this is kind of something I'm going through because, you know, a show just closed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, I may not be in a show for a few months or upward of, you know, maybe even six or more. I was like, okay, so what am I going to work on? Like, I want to work on my like one woman cabaret show or like, I'm going to work on this. I haven't, you know, worked on like my audition book for a while. Like maybe I should work on a few new monologues or, oh, maybe I should focus on, let me like take some more dance classes because I haven't focused on dance in a while. You know, like I've been acting, acting, acting. I can't necessarily right now. Okay, what can I do that's like in my other hyphens that I can like yeah. focus on while I'm not necessarily waiting. That's the wrong that's the wrong word, but while you're not actively acting anymore. Well, this kind of reminds me of what you were saying before, Hannah, how we all started off with the idea of like actor or bust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem with that is that there's no or there's not no, there's very little control in that right? Mm -hmm. You have to wait for a part. You have to audition for a part. You have to try to find a part. And we're all very take charge women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I can see how that would easily lead to being multi-hyphenated because you're like, well, I'm not just going to sit and wait for someone (laughs) to throw something to me. Like I have a lot of talents and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something right now. In college, um, I just remember so often being told, like, if you find that you're not being cast, write your own stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, then you can just perform your own stuff, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, but even in that, well, now I'm the writer. Now, maybe I'm the director or maybe I brought someone else on. I'm the producer. I'm (laughs) X, Y, and Z. And it's, yeah, it's not just acting all the time, 24-7. Yeah. 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 And I think that was like a huge thing with the pandemic because people were like, okay, what do I work on right now to at least like when theater does come back, how am I better? You know, like, oh, did I learn how to play an instrument? So now I can play you know, an instrument in a show or did I like really work on my singing voice or maybe I like really, really prepped for a bunch of auditions or or whatever it happens to be. So 
Or even just survive. Or <laughs> even just survive. I was going to say you gardened and drank a lot of yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Watched a lot of Netflix. <laughs> read a lot of books. Yeah. Which goes back to what Raquel was saying about self-care. And yeah. I just, I read something lately that was so profound for me, which was like, instead of asking yourself, like, why am I being so lazy today? What you need to ask yourself is like, why does my body need rest today? Mm. Or why does my mind need rest today? And then just like, take it. I think we are pretty bad at that in a lot of ways, just in our culture, but then especially in the theater. Yeah. I think the idea is like if you're not doing something right now, like it's – And as type A women who (laughs) want to take charge. (laughs) No, literally I saw this meme the other day that was like um, on my day off, how could I relax more productively? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I identify with so so much. much. Uh, (laughs) So, Raquel, I've got another question. Um, What do you think, or what do you find, like, are the benefits for you for being a multi-hyphenate? Or what, like, I guess other joys do you get out of um, not, like, limiting yourself just to one thing? I, well, I get to keep creative and creating, and the discovery is... um, it's just, it's crazy to think about like, oh, I also get to realize that like my dad's right, which kind of sucks <laughs> when your parents are right. He's all yeah. like, you should produce things. You should do a one woman <laughs> show. You should direct. And and slowly but surely I've done like directing and producing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, geez, mm-hmm. this is going to be like, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. But how wonderful that he um, like wanted those things for you and wasn't like, no, you need to be in business or you need to, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or like corporate America or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he was like, you need to be a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Very supportive. And at first, like when I told my parents I was going to study theater, they were flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> and I tell this to everyone. And I mean, I love my parents, and but I think this is funny. And they were like, but you're smart. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, I feel attacked. <laughs> it was because I was a Black woman immigrant who was good at math and science and chose to do theater for my major. So they were just like, wait, what? Um, mm. But they knew I was I, you know, I'm a a strong minded person, so I was going to do it no matter what. And I was like, there is no plan B. I'm going to do this and I'm, I'm going to do this professionally. And so they just got on board right away. Um, And my dad, one thing he always says, he's just like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Keep working, keep working. And to him, he realizes this is a business. It is a business to Mm -hmm. know how to do your own taxes, which gives me heartburn (laughs) every year. It, yes. You know, it, it is a business like we are, are we are our business. And so um, I have to I remember that part of it as well. But it's a business that I love. Like I get to have fun as my business. I don't have to be miserable. I get to create, you know, I get to make people look at me. How awesome is that? <laughs> um, or like, you know, share my art and have someone say, oh, wow, like you made this. Yeah, I want it for myself. And I'm like, What? Like, you want something I created? Mm -hmm. It's so amazing. Like, it feels so amazing. And that alone will keep me creating for life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Getting all sappy. Sorry. It's it's so good. I've known so many people who didn't have that from their parents, and I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that you did. Mm -hmm. I think that that support is invaluable. And, yes, 
Somehow those dads. <laughs> I know. I know just said stuff. that my dad was like, you're going to do this. And I was like, I yep, know. no, dad. <laughs> my dad used to always tell me, he's like, you need a plan B. You'd be a great teacher. And I was like, I'm never going to teach. And I love, I love teaching. What is up with those guys? Um, <laughs> what's so, up with those guys? Dads, what's up with dads? <laughs> um, so we're almost out of time, Raquel. So I just wanted to give you a chance really quick to just uh, plug the fabulous work you're doing with Resurrecting the Renaissance. Um, do you just want to say... We only have like 30 seconds left, but do you just want to say what that is and how people can find it? Yes, I'll go really quick. Resurrecting the Renaissance is basically bringing back the Harlem Renaissance. It's the centennial of when it started in Harlem. It's a way of uplifting Black voices in the art community and Black um, actors and performers in the Valley and just giving them a little bit of light. Um, it is being produced through Southwest Shakespeare Company, so you can find it on their site. If you follow me on Instagram at Kells Broadway, you can find it there as well. Sweet. Thank yeah. you. That was really succinct. <laughs> yeah. But just in general, yeah, you kind of mentioned it, but how can people find you if they want to, uh, you know, see you, see your work, maybe, commission your work. yeah, commission your work, <laughs> buy something? Yeah. So um, not Facebook, just because I have my family on there. So if you find me on Facebook, don't, unless it's my actor page. Don't oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a Raquel McKenzie Facebook. I have Kells Broadway, which is K-E-L-L-Z Broadway, like the street. That's where I post a lot of my modeling and acting as well. And then I have Styled by Kells, which is also linked. And that's where I do all of my styling for photo shoots. I do all of my um, creations, jackets, um, all, all denim, basically. So if you want to commission a piece or if you need a stylist for a photo shoot for you know, whatever you need it for. Uh, I'm available at either one of those hmm. Instagrams. And how about your poetry? What your What's your poetry book called? Oh, so it's called Tornado. And that I sell through my website, which I totally forgot to tell <laughs> everyone about. RaquelMcKenzie.org. Um, easy to find. I also have my fashion stuff on there, though, as well. So Tornado, it's a small chat book, which basically means um, there's about 10 poems. So it's a very easy read. Um, they're all different categories. So some about love, some about, you know, social issues and some about family and loss and trauma as well. So if you want to, you know, experience my little tornado <laughs> on my website. Yes. Yeah. Well, yay. Look at us go being multi-hyphenate women <laughs> doing so much stuff. Thank you, Raquel. And thank you everyone for listening to this month's episode of Untamed Shrews. I'm Hannah. I'm Dawn. And I'm Becky. Join us next month for a silly grab bag episode with just us shrews. We haven't done a just shrew episode what? in a while. <laughs> Stay tuned for funny anecdotes and stories stories we have from over the years as theater artists and administrators. We will also be collecting questions from you listeners out there. So if you have a question, let us know on our Facebook or our Instagram. Follow the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival on Instagram at Flagshakes and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found on sunsounds.org, the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. This episode of Untamed Shrews, starring Don Tucker, Becky Zeritsky, Hannah Fonts, and Raquel McKenzie. Show art by Calliope Ludecker. Podcast theme song by Cadence Lamb. Podcast edited by Hannah Fonts. Special thanks to Gina Byers. Uh, bye! bye. <laughs> Every time. <laughs>dad i'm only gonna be an actor <laughs> so now he's like ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah jokes on you